0: Welcome to our first in-studio small business, big stories podcast episode. I'm here with yeah, I'm here with the one and only Sylvia Takata. And uh, if you don't know who she is, I uh, I have followed her for quite some time and she is like the kettlebell queen. (laughs) Um, And if you guys don't know this about me already, I am absolutely obsessed with kettlebells and everything. Kettlebell and everything that it has brought to my life. And so, yes, uh, I am so happy to have you. So, I, at first, I was, like, really intimidated. I was what? telling you before, that's you just, sick. like, you know, you have, like, a really big following. That's and, like, like yeah, you've like- been... <laughs> I like, that's not, you're not the first person to tell me that to so sure approach I'm
1: me and whatever, ask me questions. But the thing is like, I, I love it. And that's yeah. why I'm out there. yeah It's because I put what I do out there and I want feedback. Absolutely. And I want people to ask me questions because I want people to see what i see when i work with the kettlebells and because kettlebells especially when it comes to females they're like what is this funky looking shit and yeah they pick one up and they're like oh my god my wrist
0: <laughs> so, and then they actually you know, start learning how to use it properly and they're like whoa i'm such a badass oh my god what is this <laughs> you know, it's like yeah so yeah 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 awesome yeah well it's such a pleasure to have you on and uh yeah sylvia Really is such a big name in the kettlebell world. Uh, she has taken several certifications. She has um, she has her own seminars that she runs. And, yeah, she's just overall an incredible individual and someone that I have looked up to since getting into Kettlebell. Uh, it, it was really funny because my my friend at the time, who is now my coach, he was like, you need to follow Sylvia. She, he's like, if you want to really understand Kettlebell uh, and really understand what it means to um to use one and to build with using a kettlebell like and i was like it was like your filter and just like how you were like set your camera angle up and i was like (laughs) oh my god this lady is a superhero so it's just it's very raw my footage is very raw sometimes you'll see
1: like even my videos, they look kind of dirty. It's because of the chalk shit that's on my camera. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm constantly chalked up and stuff. So I, it's just me. I put it on a tripod. I press play and I go. Yeah. like I just record. So it's not, I don't edit fancy stuff. Music. Yeah. <laughs> and the music is always
0: on point I, as I well. I my music. You Excellent know? It, taste in music. music. It's
1: yeah. about the music. And that's- I cannot train without music. That's that's one thing. I yeah. need to get into that zone. That's my flow. I feel music, the same way. My bells, my chalk,
0: Nobody else. Yeah. And I'm good. And I'm good. Now, for me, it's like when you play your videos, I'm just like. This music, like she's just <gasps> speaking to me with like the music genre. One hundred percent. It's just like eighties, nineties, like rap, hip hop. Oh yeah. Um, I'm also uh, from the Caribbean as well, so soca is something that oh, like oh I really thrive off of, and I know like Caravana is your thing. Oh my god, yes. um yes, So yes. I know like yeah, definitely similarities in like what gets us in the groove and like what gets us in the mode. Uh, so I really want to know. What got you into the groove or in the mode of kettlebell? Like what brought you to a kettlebell and using a kettlebell? So honestly, I didn't even know what a
1: kettlebell was or looked like until maybe 2014 or so. Okay. So I was born and raised in Egypt. Okay. (sighs) During that time. And I came here when I was 18 years old to go to university. Yeah. So back then, no gyms, you know, equipment like that, nothing. It was just basically whatever you know, activities I had at school. right? You know, the volleyball, I was uh, doing high jump, I was on the track and field team, basketball, That's that kind of stuff. But in terms of like tools that you find at the gym, mm-hmm. TRX or the kettlebells or the barbells, never been exposed to, mm. okay? I started going to the gym, you know, when I came to Canada, but uh, I was in a relationship actually and the person I was with is... One of the main OGs of kettlebells. He was okay. into kettlebells before kettlebells was even a thing. Because I'd say since COVID, mm-hmm. that's when kettlebells really exploded. When yeah. everyone was looking for that one piece of equipment, that one like accessible thing that like wouldn't take up too much space. That, that they was can not bring an it animal out. because <laughs> people were like freaking taking. A cat and a dog and doing Turkish get-ups with their animals. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? doing anyway, different story. Oh, my But God. Uh, so he was into kettlebells. Mm-hmm. And I saw him working with them. And I was like, what is this shit? You know? And yeah. I, I, it was intense. Yeah. The aggression that goes with kettlebelling, yes. that's what attracted me. Yeah. I don't think you can kettlebell with a smile on your face. It yeah. just does not... You need that intensity you need that focus you need that passion yes to be able to pick up that weight mm-hmm. and freaking swing it around like it's it's no joke it's no Agreed. joke i'm not talking about those little you know the little baby bells i'm talking yeah. about some nice big cannonballs here okay <laughs> oh you yeah know. like the 28 kilos yeah, the 28 or like the 32 you know yeah 100 kilos sure yeah that kind of stuff so that i was like i like yeah i want that And I wanted to learn. So I'm the type of person that I've always had a day job, Mm -hmm. like, you know, always worked in a company, whatever. I am the type of person, if I'm going to get into something, I will get into something. So I decided to get my certification in it, Mm. you know, as if I'm like full trainer mode for it, whatever. But it was for personal use, basically. That's how I got my um, PT certification. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it just for me. Learn the body mechanics, all of that stuff. Absolutely. Um. So strong first. Yes. Obviously, know the company well. Interested me. Yeah.
0: Nice. Um, you're I'm branded like,
1: for life. I'm. You <laughs> know what? No joke to get this. Yeah. Like, just the certification for me. It was like. Is a uh, yeah, it's a proud moment. Yeah. A proud moment. I, I was, n- I don't think I've ever been so proud. I yeah. mean, no offense to my kids and anything Like, that, you know what I mean? She but loves you. Like, she loves you. Like, you know, it was a great moment. Yeah. But, you know, just, just because I knew what I had to do to get it and yeah. how hard I had to work from not knowing how to do a single snatch to all of a sudden being able to do a hundred snatches in five minutes. Oh my God. That is stress. That is str- like full out stress. Yeah. So, um three months I trained for it before the actual certification every day to the point where I was doing the snatch test every day and at that time my coach was like you're crazy and everything was breaking down I was just my my head was just you know I need to get this the day came did my snatch test but of course my body was broken yeah broken I was like working with so many issues and stuff like that but anyway level one (laughs) Level two. That was level one. That was level one. A hundred oh. snatches in five minutes. Oh, that's, that's like, yeah, yeah. That's level one. Yeah. That's level one shit. That's like, if okay. you don't get that, forget
0: about level two. Okay. I'm preparing <laughs> for a certification, uh, right now, which is level two. And, uh, it does involve. I think it is a hundred snatches in five. Okay. So I I think so off the top of my head. Um, there's like a number of jerks that you have to do as well. Okay, yeah, because your competition style. Yes, you're more. We'll talk about yeah, we'll talk about the distinction style. in a second. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Talk okay. about that in a second, but yes, okay. please continue. Okay. on your journey. So, so, I
1: did my level one. Mm-hmm. Ecstatic, ecstatic, yeah. and that's not when I got this one. I was okay. just like so happy, and then. Uh, my coach I can't remember what it was um he said level two was coming up um shortly after you finished level one so I did the level one and then it was a few months later they were doing the level two and he's like you know what I think you can do this and I'm like well shit I don't have that much time to prep for this yeah um he's like no I believe in you you got this right I didn't know I had to do the snatch test all over again (laughs) to show them that I was okay with the level one stuff to be ready for the level two stuff. So So you had to show them the prerequisite on the same day. I showed up for the level two and they're like, we're going to revisit everything that we did on level one and test you for it before we start level two. Okay. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) So I did not know that part. Yeah. Novice, whatever. I've taken it enough times and recertified. Now I know what to expect. Yeah. But it was a lot. And Uh, yeah, I told myself, if I pass level two, I'm getting that, sh- that shit tattooed on me because I'm like this. This is huge. You <laughs> dedicated huge. like
0: a, a lot of long, grueling hours. N- you know what? My hands are ripped. my, yeah. my
1: forearms were like swollen because it's the banging and the stuff like that. I mean, absolutely, it takes years. I think to find your groove, hundred percent. Like right now, I got nothing. I train with them every day. Yeah. In the beginning, it takes a while. It takes a while to memorize the weight to work with it you know it's just but it's worth it
0: yeah it's worth it. so for anyone who doesn't know um some pretty basic movements to either hard style kettlebell which we'll explain in a second um or uh kettlebell sport uh there is and you guys can youtube this at your own will um there is a jerk there is a snatch um, are cleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are pretty much the three essential movements the, at, at the core mm-hmm. of of both hard style and competition yes. style. Yes. Now hard style, explain. How? So I'm more this of different.
1: a hard style person. Yes. So the only reason why is because my endurance sucks. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> That's the only reason. Okay, yeah. My cardio
1: endurance <laughs> is not there. So I'd rather go heavy as shit yeah. for a short period of time yeah. than decent weight yeah. running for a long time. You sound like because- some power lifters. <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather get in there, do my shit heavy, and then get out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I actually never liked working with competition style kettlebells. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I think they're horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No offense to anybody. I've yeah. gotta, I have a lot of peeps who I love and adore in my community that you know only work with competition style, or they'll use both, and right. I fully respect it. But I will not touch that bell. <laughs> I, I just cannot. i just cleaning it. The handle's different. It's square. It's awkward. It doesn't sit right. Yeah. It's all the same weight. So mentally, I'm like, man, this could be a, an 8 kilo. This could be a 28 kilo. It's the same thing. They're a all t-
0: the same. Yeah, they're it, it all the same size. Me. <laughs> it messes yeah. with me. I totally get it. Um, I've... Really worked with cast. You work with cast iron, yeah. Yeah. So cast iron bells. I worked for a very short period of time. Okay, I totally understand where you're coming from in terms of like the feeling of it. Yes, I would agree personally. It does feel better, um, because there is that like grittiness to it. So that's powder coat. So I'm specifically
1: into powder coated versus e coat. E coat is more of a slimier.
0: It lasts longer.
1: Yes. Yes. It's shinier. Oops. It's shinier and it lasts longer. Like if you leave it out in the rain, whatever. Um, It doesn't rust as bad as powder coat. Okay. But I like the powder coat because I like to feel that grit. The grit and the texture, right? Exactly. And you feel it when you're snatching it, when you're cleaning it. Yeah. I mean, mind you, you got to build some. Calluses. Extra skin there, a little bit. I feel um, bad for
0: my boyfriend sometimes.
1: We're, yeah. like, we're, we're holding hands. Oh. So I'm like, sorry. <laughs> it's like, a little catch on the clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've to pet him, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, yes, powder coat, cast iron. Yeah.
0: I'm, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it just, does. Yeah. It feels, there is a different feeling to it. And uh, just the overall, like the way that you can handle the bell, yes. I feel. I don't know, the weight distribution just can feel a little bit better than using a competition style. Now, with competition style, I actually find that, I don't know, like it is a little bit more challenging for me as a person that has, now I just feel based on the size of me Mm -hmm. that... I have such small hands. So to use competition style does feel a little awkward. Oh, okay. Um, so, so yeah, but having said that I do really only use competition style right now. Okay. Uh, but that's that's sort of how I feel about both. So really, at the end of it, I am agreeing with you But okay. <laughs> like, I do like that cast iron style uh, that like powder coated. Right. The powder coat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do really like it just in terms of like the way you're able to handle it. Um, but I think it's like to each its own. One hundred percent. But the thing is, with with the competition style for the that, sport
1: kettlebell world, yes. you're doing the same repetitions for right? sure. It's the same motion. You want to have the same kind of weight. You know what I mean? It's just the the size of it, especially when you're holding it. The, yeah. Obviously, with cast iron, the bigger it is, it starts to roll. Like I have trouble holding on to a 32 kilo and squatting. Sometimes I gotta hold it because it's gonna roll on me because it's the the heavier it is, the bigger it is. Right. The, the weight changes. Right. Absolutely. So I understand that, and also you're not really like to goblet clean and hold it. You know what I mean? Like yes, with, with a cast iron, it's more. People do like more flow work with it or right. different kind of movements whereas sport it's really the same thing over and over again.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that that's different in that part. For sure I you know what is funny because I would I would agree with you but I have seen people juggle so- with Apparently, it's easier. Style. It's easier to juggle with a competition style yeah.
1: because the, the size is s- all the same. It stays the same. Yeah. So it is easier. But I never got into juggling personally. Yeah. I tried it and I destroyed the grass. <laughs> oh, my God. And my mom was like, you know what? No. I was taking chunks out because I was so... So forget it. Yeah. Um, so I never really... Got into the juggling and kept with it. Yeah. I tried. I was like, okay, it's a clon clon. I'm like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, tried that said, for that. a second. My yeah. <laughs> At I'm least good. I said I tried it. Not really into it. So for sure. so I so I get that part. Yes, for sure. I was told juggling with a competition style. That's the way to go. Yeah. So that yes.
0: yes. Uh, no matter which kettlebell that you choose, um. Although I don't know. Like, would you say that there are kettlebells? Like Amazon has come out with some pretty, some pretty cool things, some pretty interesting things. Like the fake kettlebells? Uh, like there are fake kettlebells?
1: They're supposed to, they call them kind of like kettlebells, but they're not kettlebells. They, they Some of them are like, it's like that, uh, that, that dumbbell where it's yeah. it's the main, it's got the main part, but then the weight distribution changes based oh, you mean on the, the level. Flex. Like oh, the it's bowl a bowl flex? Flex. Yeah, But they
0: have one for kettlebells. So oh. it's round. Yes. And then it like comes, it looks like little slits.
1: So yeah, let's try. Snatching. Discs. Let's, let's try snatching that shit and see how that feels. Yeah.
0: So like, yeah, no. Okay. So yeah, I think it's like dependent on what you want to <laughs> do with your kettlebell for sure. Uh, but kettlebell in general is something that I am pretty... I'm yeah if if you can't tell already we're doing an entire episode on it I'm pretty biased (laughs) towards it and it's something that I have my clients introduce it in some way Mm -hmm. to my clients now it's not something that I force on them it's like let's taste test this let's see if this is something that works for you 100 Um, but I always love to incorporate it because of its versatility Mm -hmm. it is so great for both strength and conditioning and like you said, it's something that you can have at home, store away, mm-hmm. uh, especially for those who are still very much in the virtual mindset, yes. um and not comfortable going into a gym setting as yet, mm-hmm. uh, which I am totally, I totally understand. Uh, but yeah, that is what I've loved about it for so long. Is you can do so many things with it, yep. and it is so beneficial to your overall structure, no matter what it is that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're Someone that really likes to get the heart rate up. Oh, definitely. Uh, ke- as something as simple as like a kettlebell swing. Now I say simple, but I don't say easy um, in terms of a kettlebell <laughs> swing. Yes. Uh, and yeah, something as simple as a kettlebell swing. Get that heart rate going right off the bat. Um, if you're wanting to get into either more hard style, clean snatches, jerks or sports style uh kettlebell is something or just squatting with the kettlebell mm-hmm. uh any movement really that you can do in the gym or movement that you do on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. uh is something that you can uh, incorporate the kettlebell with um major kettlebell companies uh if you're hearing this right now <laughs> <laughs> I know,
1: seriously. I'm really pushing (laughs) for you right now. (laughs) No, look, it's a great, amazing tool. But again, like you said, you don't force it on any of your clients or why not. I'm the same way. This is what I choose to work with. It works for me. I am passionate about it. I'm not forced to work with it. There are tons of tools you can choose from. And yes, you need to be able to work with many different tools because there's kettlebells, but I also believe in barbell work. Hardcore back squats, bench press, deadlifts with the barbell. Huge, huge, like very important. The thing is to find something that you love to do and that becomes sustainable. Because a lot of people, like, okay, well, it looks badass. I see, you know, people working with us. I want to kind of do that. They try it, they don't like it. Hmm. They don't have that love for it, that passion, and then it just kind of. It, it just dies down. You know what I for mean? For sure. So try it. It's not going to be great right off the bat. Stick with it. Then really decide, is it for you? Is it not for you? Experiment with different tools. Like, any kind of movement. And this this is one thing that I always want to stress, especially for women mm-hmm. who don't have time, who have kids, who have jobs, who have whatever they want to do, you know, that they need to do Just find something that they would enjoy doing to move, to get active. Because you get older, your kids are getting older. All of a sudden, you forgot how to hang off a bar, how to jump. Box squats all of a sudden, you know, for somebody in their 40s, they are scared shitless. And we squat every day. It's like unbelievable. And it's, it's sad. You know what I mean? So it's just that just keep moving keep up with your kids. If you take your kids to playgrounds when they were younger, I'd be on the bars with them, you know, or or rock climbing or whatever. It's like join that environment. You're
0: you're still a kid,
1: you know? I it's, totally
0: I totally agree with you and I think that once you find something that you enjoy, it is less of a punishment because i feel oh, i feel yeah. as though i hear it too often <clears throat> Where going in the gym or working out in some regard uh me like you're punishing your body in some sort of way because you did this or because you ate this and now you have to thing. go to the yeah. gym and work it off and it's like no and like you said find something that you enjoy that makes you feel good that's right uh, in regards to movement don't see it as a punishment see it as a way mm-hmm. uh of celebrating your body of treating 100%. your body well yeah yeah because
1: 100 and and that's that's where a relationship with food comes in mm-hmm. relationship with fitness it's not seen as part of a lifestyle it's something extra that shit i gotta do this you know what i mean it's like but if you look at it i, I don't even want to say like brushing your teeth because it's like I mean, some people don't, but, I mean, it's like, you know, like, I, you know it's, like, it's like, you know, you have to do it. It's not the greatest, but you still do it. Right. But that's that's how it is with fitness, too. Sometimes you don't want to do it, but you still get it done because it's part of your routine. And after you do it, you feel great. But that's the thing. You feel yeah. great. Yeah. You know, it's it's the benefits just transfer over. But it's, it's all a mindset. It's all a mindset how you look at it. But it's like... Getting to that step of starting and continuing, that's the issue. Yeah. That's the issue. And and there's a lot of things, you know, you can start, you can stop, but just don't stop searching for that one thing that you love to do. And that's you know, that's why I post so much shit of like me just moving. And they're like, Don't you get tired? Yeah. I'm like, I just if you see me do something, maybe, maybe it'll trigger something in you to say, Okay, you know what? I gotta pull up bar right there. I'm just gonna go Maybe do a quick set, yeah. you know, just whatever. And I have again, a kettlebell right there. I have a dumbbell right exactly. there. Exactly. Just a quick circuit. Oh, that, that move I haven't seen before. Let me try it. You yeah. know, just trigger some kind of movement. And I love it when people DM me or they'll send me a video. It's like, oh, I just tried this. I was just, that's good. Yeah. They weren't planning on doing anything. They could have been watching TV or they just quickly scroll on their phone and see me do something and then they'll they'll do it. And it's just, it's so nice. And that's that's what I like to create. This little movement, you know community of just like constant
0: movement that's 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 absolutely i love when you post your videos of your pull-ups and you're clearly like in pj (laughs) bottoms or like when you're you're you know privileged enough to have a gym that's connected to where you work right so that's where you take all these fantastic videos yes uh but just showing how easy how easy it can be mm-hmm. or sorry I should say how simple it should be exactly. uh, to incorporate movement into your day-to-day mm-hmm. and I tell my clients this all the time where even if you're sitting at your desk mm-hmm. and you get up from your desk and you practice like squats like sitting down and getting back up definitely or leg swings like opening up your hip flexors mm-hmm. or pulling like doing pulls from a seated position right yep. I had uh, a client 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 of mine a group fitness client of mine who was like hey like you know those simple movements that you gave me to do at my desk yeah I've been doing them and they've really benefited me and the way that um my posture is uh, I gave her a few like ankle mobility tips Mm -hmm. as well she was like yeah I I felt like how tight my ankles were and now I'm really getting into like the various ranges of motion in your ankle and I was like that is great all of those small wins add up to 100% bigger add into those bigger movements right and it's it, it kind of
1: opens your appetite for more yes it's like, oh, it's like, i feel good you know man i want to kick it up a notch you know what i mean just to open that drive exactly best feeling ever I best know. feeling ever. you know i love to work with clients like that it's like when they start off they're hesitant they're not confident they're downright depressed almost right because they've reached that stage where like i need help yep. i'm going to outsource i'm gonna you know ask somebody to help me. So I've been on some fitness journeys with some of some women. And just to see that change, that mindset when they find their thing, and it doesn't have to be kettlebells. No kettlebells is what I do. Yeah. But if they want to try something else, 100%, you know, and they get into it and I feed off that passion. That's what I feed off. That's, there's nothing like that working yeah. with
0: clients like this it's the best i totally agree when you even up until this morning i was training with a client uh and she's more into um Somehow I sucked her in with Josh, with the help of Josh, yeah, yeah. too. And uh, she's really focusing in on kettlebell sport as well. Okay. Uh, and we were just, we were doing some some of her movements. And we are working into uh, 16 kilos. Nice. And so she, we hadn't done it before. Yeah. Uh, we had done uh, double uh, jerks. Okay. And, yeah, this it was just so awesome, like to see the look on her face and to hear how excited she was and to just see her do it 100%. in general, yep. uh, was such a proud moment. And I was like, you should just be so proud of yourself. And I find that I learned so much from my clients. Like mm-hmm. I said to her this morning, now you inspired me to do, uh, to do work with my 16s today. Yep. yep. And so it's it's such a reciprocal relationship with clients. Yes. And to have them be able to inspire you, for you to inspire them. Definitely. Is is something that I don't know a lot of pe- if a lot of people think that way. I think when people think having a personal trainer means, OK, someone is providing you with all the tools Oh yeah, yeah. and then you don't really realize until you get into that dynamic. And I didn't realize either uh, as a pretty new personal trainer that it is such a reciprocal dynamic 100%. that you end up really working as a team mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, and building a really strong bond. 100%. And that's what I thrive off of. Like. just similar to you it's
1: amazing and i get to the point with some of my clients where once you know they get a handle on the basics the foundations and all the movements i start training with them yeah so we start doing this two team you know what i mean and it is we feed off each other's energies yeah and we can see she sees that i'm getting tired i see that she's getting we push each other you know what i mean it's it's amazing i'm not there to count reps or whatever It's, it's it's I don't like to push anybody into doing anything. That's why I'm very specific with who I work with. Right. Nothing against with a person or the woman that will come up to me and say, I want to lose weight. Right. Or I want to get rid of my love handles. Yeah. There's a lot more to it than this. I'm not here for that. Mm -hmm. I am. Tell me you want to get strong. Tell me you want to move better, be faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. The rest of the stuff will come, but your focus. I would rather somebody approach me with that focus than just about the weight, because it's it's a whole different mindset. And I'm I'm here to work. Yeah. I I can't. I've worked with a few ladies, you know, where it's like I ask them to do something, it's like oh, I can't do it yeah yes you can you can i promise you do it you know what i mean it's like i i need that aggression i need that focus and sometimes i'll you know it's so funny because you've met andrew right yeah such a sweet nice guy and then he'll when i when i do the kettlebells with him he's smiley he's all happy because he's a joker right yeah get mad you got to get mad. <laughs> <You> get, <laughs> and he's probably like, uh, I don't know how. So he tries. He tries to shake his head and he'll like get into it and he'll try to, and it's just hilarious. But it's like, it's a mindset. It's a zone that you're working with a big bell here. And that's, that's where the challenge comes in. That's why I love the kettlebells. Mm-hmm. The It's measurable, You know, you start off with a 12 kilo. I started off with a 12 kilo. Yeah. And that shit was heavy. You started with a 12 kilo? It was, well, yeah, it was, (laughs) it was heavy, like, you know, and then double 12 kilo. Yeah. And then you see the different sizes that come after it's like, I I want, I want to, I want you next. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It it gives you something to build towards, and that's why I love the bells, and I like the cast iron because of the size. Yes. Like, yeah, I want to see how that looks on my arm. Forget yeah. <laughs> you know, like, about
0: the purse. You know, I want to <laughs> see that wrapped, You know, <laughs> that is your purse. Well, exactly. You know? Yeah. When so, I saw you swinging the hundred kilo, I was like, <laughs> oh
1: my goodness. You know what? So, so here's another thing about kettlebells yeah. that a lot of people don't get. It's not about picking it up and going. There are so many cues involved. And levels. Levels. And it's like, so this is why I I know I show um, uh, parts of my boot camp that I run at work Mm -hmm. working with kettlebells. But let me say I did not start off that way at all. I don't believe in taking a newbie. Mm-hmm. Putting them in a in a boot camp environment and giving them a kettlebell to work with. Totally I agree. believe kettlebells should be one on one or a very small group setting, personal. Agreed. Um, to learn the basics, but to have like regular classes of boot camp of just kettlebells without instructing them on the basics or the cleaning or the swing, the hinge position, and just telling them to g- go for it, you know, for time. Yeah, not the way to go. Not the way to go. You need to break down the movements. All the technical. There's a lot. I know. There's a lot. And people don't understand. I was like, holy shit, man. I didn't know. It's like the shoulders, the lats. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. Okay? Yes. And, and that's what people don't understand. Learn them. Mm-hmm. Whole new level. Because you will be able to say, like, how do you work with those big bells? Techniques. Basics. Basic techniques. Yeah. Drilling it. Getting stronger. But you can do it. Anybody can do it. It's like there's no magic secret. There is no magic secret. Learn the cues. You know exactly how to hold the bell, where to hold the bell. It it varies for every single person. But that's why. Consistency. You got to do it. You got to keep doing it. And that's the thing.
0: And that's what's great about the content that you put out. Because it's really easy to get sucked into social media uh, and what's posted and what's defined as a workout. And sometimes it can look very intimidating, even for me. Mm-hmm. The way certain equipment is manipulated sure. um, and used in certain ways. Now, people don't often show, or some people mm-hmm. I don't want to generalize, but some people yeah. often don't show how they got to that such level. dynamic movements. For sure. For sure. Uh, what I enjoy about your content is that when you're swinging a 12 kilo, or whether you're swinging a hundred. A hundred pound kilo, mm-hmm. um, or hundred pound bell? Sorry, or is it a hundred kilos? Hundred kilos, hundred kilos. Three, <laughs> I was That's mistaken. Was um, way different. Uh, you are like you're doing a swing. Yeah, you know you're working on the basics of kettlebell. You're not doing anything fancy. I mean, basics, in, in my definition. You're huge, you're fancy.
1: Yeah, huge, huge. So basics is everything. Yes, and that should never go away. Mm-hmm. I don't care how boring whatever, I will do the same shit over and over and over, but that's how I get comfortable with it. That's how my, I can increase on my weight. You know what I mean? It's the basics. yes I get it. There's a lot of other movements and I'll throw those in some sometimes for variety or whatever. but to be honest, those are my play moments. yes when eh, I just I don't feel like lifting heavy. I would just want something to kind of oil the joints. Let me grab the bell, figure eight, press, snatch, tactical, snatch, whatever. Just kind of play around with it. Kind of like a flow. Yep. Nothing against flows. But for me, that's that's not a workout for me. Right. That's playtime for me. So I know people, that's how they work out. So to each his own. I'm not stressing one way or another. As long as you find something to move, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Exactly. But for me, when I train, it's... Basic reps, heavy, number of sets, whatever. Sometimes timed. I love imams. Yeah. I'm a big thing on imams, um, and and that's just what works for me. Right, that's what helped me in my strength and to be able to, to work with the bigger bells. Right, so
0: yeah, so you you built this passion for kettlebells, uh, where, when did you get to a point where maybe people were reaching out to you and like, do you offer classes? Are you training? Did it work out like that where you were just posting your content and people started reaching out to you? Or did you create, uh, courses or sessions where honestly, no. So my page is strictly,
1: it's like my diary, my fitness diary journey. So if you scroll back to like, I got a lot of, a lot of posts, but, uh, in the beginning and you can even see like the change in my body, I guess. Yep. Um, I'm just like, I visit not to sound vain or anything, but I visit my page more than anybody else's page. Yeah. Just because I like to see what I've done in the past. Okay. This year I worked with this size bell. Let's see what my clean looks like now versus then I do a lot of that for me.
0: Yeah, because it's a great way to reflect and exactly. to see how far you've come. So that's that's what
1: I was doing. I was just posting stuff and then bit by bit as the Kettlebell community grew and again it was it was very explosive during COVID. Agreed. Everybody started, you know, kind of connecting from all over the world, and it's like, okay, oh, I did, and then you start tagging each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, we did this, and try this, and they inspired me to do this. We all started like connecting, yeah, and then from there it just exploded, yeah. Then you get the people. It's like, oh, I'm interested in kettlebells, and that's where the conversation starts. Um, start getting clients, and then and, and then uh, I got into animal flow because just doing kettlebells where it's so rigid my mobility started to be like <laughs> i'm like like tense all the time like standing plank at all times yeah right? and it's like okay this you got to start loosening up a little bit you know um so that's why i loved animal flow because i was like ah, do yoga do yoga and i'm like <laughs> No offense to yoga. But I'm like, I, I need to move around a little yeah. bit. And so anyway, so animal flow, I liked it because you're moving different planes, you know. It's such a great balance. Exactly. And it's it's a lot of strength involved. It's hard. It's a lot of strength <laughs> involved. It's a, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, but I loved it because I I had already built my forearms from mm-hmm. the kettlebells. With the animal flow now for the wrist, the loaded weight, the body weight is yeah. like, you know what? This, this is good. This is challenging for me. So I got into that. Um, and it was just like, I forgot my train of thought. Where was I going with the animal flow?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I was um, like, <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about, um, like how it, how it went from oh, like you yeah, posting I mean, content right. to then opening up to different classes or yes. sessions.
1: So then once I had the animal flow, um, and then people were like, okay, well, we kind of like this whole kettlebell and flow, the, the, the balance, yeah. because I'll post hardcore kettlebells, and then I'll post myself doing a flow, you know, just kind of like moving around as best as I can, right? Yeah. And, then there, and then I started to get, I was like, oh, okay, you know what? And that's why I went to Andrew. I'm like, well, Andrew, you're the animal flow expert. We should merge the two. Right, And give people that option to have that balance. And then that's where the workshops uh, came into play. Um, So it it basically was, it was not an idea that's like, okay, let's start these classes, whatever. It's like people that were actually responding Mm -hmm. and asking, you know, that kind of took me in that kind of direction where it's like, okay, you know what? Sure, I'm here to help you, whatever you need. Uh, people that were going for their strong first certification ah. started reaching out and they're like, okay, can you help me? And I've worked with those people. So it's like, it's really, really awesome. Right. It's awesome because I didn't have a direction or a plan. And people assume that fitness is all I do.
0: Yeah.
1: I have a day job, I have a nine to five, I have two kids. You know what I mean? Fitness, this is just extra. Whatever you see on Instagram, right. it's, ex- it's my lifestyle, but it's extra stuff. So I was never planning it's not part of my business plan is what I'm saying
0: but it happened it but happened organically yeah it happened organically it, it happened
1: so it's just it's part of what I do
0: yeah that that's all it is and that's what I think is so beautiful and crazy about social media uh because it can, it's an interesting place, mm-hmm. uh, but it can connect people all over the world. It can connect people that you, you wouldn't even think, 100%. or you wouldn't even know to connect with them outside of social media. Yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's wonderful that you were just, you were being you. Exactly. You know, exactly. And, that, and that's what, again, is so great about it, is that you can just, you can be you on social media and People will just find so much solace in that and find that relatability and they'll just be like, oh my God. And this is what I found with you too. Like just again, somewhat intimidating just because, you know, you just the you know the weight that you swing and um and i'm like you said you you've gotten that i'm just in my
1: flow exactly and
0: you've come and you've come so far right and you're and the journey that you have documented is so admirable and so inspiring and i think because you are just you and the message that you uh, that you express is so genuine to um to your experience yes. is is what I think pulls people in. So
1: here's one thing about what I do that might be a little, it's a little bit different versus someone who is in this business. Yeah. I don't have that pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't have that pressure Fair where enough. I feel I need to, Be a certain way to attract more people because it's my livelihood. And I get that and I understand that, but it's pressure. It's pressure. What will people like? What do people want to see? What do I need to post more of versus I have a day job. I'm this is my stability so Mm -hmm. I can take care of my kids. I can take care of my family. This is my fun time. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, I will look whatever I want to look like. People will like it. You know what I mean. Like and and you like it. That's amazing. You don't like it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't need you. Yeah, I don't need your money for any. You know what I mean. I yeah. don't need that approval because this is for me. I have my stability and my source of
0: income. I right. don't
1: need to feel like I need to change or be a certain way to gravitate to a certain. You know demographic demographic exactly and it's i think there's a lot of pressure there and i understand it and i understand but it takes away that fun aspect so people will ask me why don't you do this full time not like because i don't do it enough right yeah (laughs) (laughs) because it's just an integral part of your (laughs) life (laughs) so i get asked this like what turn it you know into a full full full-fledged business and i'm like Mm -hmm. if i do that it might not be fun anymore because I feel like hmm. I have to. Why? Why don't I continue what I'm doing now? I have the best of two worlds. Yeah, I love my day job. I actually like sitting on my ass doing paperwork. Yeah, like people are like, "Holy shit, were you crazy?" I it's a it's a balance for me, right? I do the hardcore movement stuff, but then I go back and I sit on my ass and I do the computer work, and you know,
0: it's it's a balance for me, for sure. So. I I think that balance is something that is so uh easily misinterpreted yes uh I think it's something that has been a term that has been tossed around uh recently because now companies are taking work-life balance mm-hmm. um into more consideration for their employees thinking about cutting down days that people work yes. in the office yes. um I personally don't think you can't maintain balance all day every day no However, in terms of what you can do in general and as a whole and what you can strive for Mm -hmm. is something like what you're what you're doing, right? Is that, yes, you have the time where you have your, you know, your office hat on Mm -hmm. and then when you are you know, not tired of it, but when you've clocked out, it's like, okay, now I put on my kettlebell hat. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just, and then, you know, you have your mom hat and, uh, and I think that's part of it, right. Is like you wear these different hats, um, and, and just realizing that the balance isn't something that you should put pressure on. It's something that you should just balance can mean you sprinkle movement yes you know for 10 minutes in your day that's right right uh Even if you don't have, again, the amazing privilege, I'm so jealous, uh, (laughs) that you have a gym at your work, if you don't have that, that doesn't mean that you can't get up and go for a walk or go up and down the stairs in your building where you work just to get your body moving. For sure. Right? So I think, yeah, work-life balance gets tossed around a lot. I don't think, by certain definitions, I don't think it's necessarily attainable where you can evenly split that never, it's what, never yeah, even. what yeah what you what you want versus what you need exactly um but i think those moments where you can sprinkle yes um and what you demonstrate so well in your content which is like if you find an opportunity to move mm-hmm. use it whether it's 10 minutes whether it's an mm-hmm. hour uh, take full advantage of it mm-hmm. and i i again i i'm biased because i'm also someone who is like a fitness enthusiast a movement enthusiast Mm -hmm. um but it just it does so much for the the mental
1: um not just the physical
0: yes so yeah that that's just something that i've really grabbed onto uh with your content is that you just make life real Mm -hmm. right you just show your real life and yeah a a lot of it is like fitness focused yes but the things that you express like you know your meal prep or the fact that you work your your day job Mm -hmm. um or like when you're in your pjs doing your pull-ups right (laughs) like it's just your day or when you post your kids Mm -hmm. this is part of your day-to-day and it's so relatable because you know there's lots of moms out there that would that would be like or women in general Mm -hmm. or people in general who are like yeah I have all of these family responsibilities I have this nine to five um but I also want to feel better and I'm getting that um where where I'm getting more clients in and it's it's interesting because based on who you are is kind of what gravitates towards you I, i'm finding as Definitely. as a trainer and mm-hmm. as a person as well mm-hmm. I, those people who sort of vibe off of that similar energy exactly um i have rarely again yeah. there's nothing wrong with having that goal of i want to lose 10 pounds yes of course um but in order for it to be more sustainable and long-lasting eventually it has to become a little bit deeper than that because yes. once you lose a 10 pounds which you will yeah i'm um, what is going to continue to drive you to the journey's not over exactly it doesn't end right so it's
1: this 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 weight loss thing this whole mental age thing that's another thing that really really gets to me (laughs) as a female because that's where all the females like oh how, you know, I'm too old and yeah. I just fucking cringe because half the time, the women saying that, I'm older than they are. Yeah. They just don't know it. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it's just like, you know, I'm starting to get a tick in my eye. It's, I understand the mentality. The thing is, is that I don't know who programmed this into women where yeah. you know, you reach a certain age, especially like 40, and it's just shh, yeah you know what I, and I don't understand where that came from, and I try to Google shit. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm always Google shit and I find like articles. I know I'm always posting like, oh, I found this stuff and I, so I, it, it's just so sad because it's like your life is slowly deteriorating, it's over. Yes, it's true. Bone density, your strength, you're gonna lose muscle ma- it's true. yeah, this is if you just sit there and do nothing. right. But it's reversible. Your bones are losing density.
0: Did you know? Start skipping rope mm-hmm. and they build right back up. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen like 70 and 80 year old women pick up, th- uh, like, do a yeah. 300 pound yeah. deadlift. Yeah. And I'm like, really, age is nothing but a number. It so, can be. And it's, it's a thing is, it's just, I'm not talking about gung
1: ho going all out where you're like ripping your muscles and tendons and shit. A little bit, all the time, consistently, for a longer, healthier, sustainable life. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even, I, I know for me, I do a lot than, a lot more than I should because, mm-hmm. you know, my elbows start to flare up, you know, I'll, I'll be, my shoulders kind of <laughs> fucked up, you know, but I accept my consequences. Right. So if I'm going to, if this is how I'm going to go, I'm, I accept it. I'm right. not going to bitch about it like, oh, my God, I tore something, you know, woe is me. No, I'll deal with it. I understand. I take responsibility right. for my actions. But I'm just saying at least something doesn't have to be like a full hour, yeah. you know, little bits and pieces. It doesn't have to be a kettlebell. It, it doesn't Even have to be a Even though we strongly kettlebell.
0: recommend it.
1: But, hey, it's there. <laughs> it's so easy. And it's like, you know, it's like, yeah. so. It, it's just something. A little bit. Consist- consistency is yeah. huge, discipline. That comes with it. You can structure discipline, priorities. Yeah, you will have to juggle some stuff. I've had to let go of a lot of things, like f- dinner time with family. That yeah. stopped as soon as I started meal prep. I'm sorry, my my meal times have changed. Yeah, my requirements have changed. I can't sit down with a family. And eat what you guys eat, Mm -hmm. because I eat at a different time. I had to sacrifice, and that's the truth. But this is what works for me, right? So it's part of my self care. My mom didn't understand any of the shit, right?
0: Because she's old (laughs) fashioned. She's (laughs) trying to explain things to mom, like moms of a certain generation can sometimes be fun. It's like, no, what the, what
1: what is this? What is this? You know, and it's like, what is this? And it's, it's, but you know what? At the end of the day she sees that I'm thriving and I'm happy and I'm healthy. Yeah, it's healthy, making me happy. That she's like, "You know what? I don't understand it." I all this this says is like, "Oh my god, yeah. I don't understand it, but if this is what you need
0: to be sane and be healthy, okay." For sure. Okay. The other day I showed my mom that I ripped my hand. Now, this is (laughs) not something that I recommend you do. (laughs) This is not something that I recommend that you do. And, uh it can happen where as you're learning how to manipulate a movement at a heavier weight. Oh, I still get um, ripped hands, for sure. Yeah, I, and this was like the first time I had ripped my hand mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay. yeah, and I was like, mom, do you want to see what I oh, do? <laughs> and, so, and then she was like, oh God, what did you do now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm always coming to her with like something new, of something course. I'm doing. Yeah. And so I showed her. That's and she's Yeah, and she, the cringe oh, on yeah. her face, oh, yeah. she was like, Brittany, you know, just be careful. And I was like, Mom, yeah. it's fine. Like, it looks worse than it is. But, and even, like, talking to my grandma about it, she's like, okay, be careful yeah. now, Britannia. <laughs> um, just with her, like, Caribbean accent. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 that's my name. Yeah, yeah. Um, even my dad, too. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> but... He'll be like, uh, he'll be like, are you sure? Like, you should be like lifting that heavy of a weight. Like, like, I don't know. Is this
1: okay? (laughs) Yeah. And
0: that brings me to, because like, you know, you pointed to your muscle definition and I feel like that's something that you also speak to when you are uh, posting on social media where sometimes there's this fear with women of being too muscular um, because, Again, it's just, unfortunately, we can fall into these social media or media mm-hmm. traps in general where it's like having muscle definition is not feminine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I heard that all the time from my mom because, you know, old
1: fashioned. Yeah. And it's like a certain perspective. So, you know what? It's an interesting subject because I don't know if it's an age thing for me where I hit 40 and all of a sudden I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> give I, I, all of these, zero, know, it's zero. Like, I, so <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's, it's like I was also worried about, you know, so I'm a hardcore ectomorph. Well, I as was am I always growing up, this skinny, weak little bean, mm-hmm. watching my friends flourish and be like all curvy and like, and I'm just like, I'm
0: mm. like, I'm 17, still waiting for things to happen. You know, and
1: I was like, like, telling like, yeah, <laughs> you know? like, somebody else on, a, on another show that I w- used to double up on pants, yeah, just to give myself some bulk because I was just like olive oil from Popeye's, yeah. you know, it was just like this, <laughs> this stick yeah. and it it was traumatizing. Like I still sometimes look at myself, even with my definition, I was like, Oh no, man, I feel small. You know, yeah. I still get that because it's, it's something that's been engraved, engraved in my, in my, in my head. Yeah. So I understand that. So weight, it's the opposite for me. It mm-hmm. was never about losing the weight. It was more about having some presence because i felt i was so skinny and people would always like oh if you turn sideways we don't see you ha ha, fuck you or i can like like, break you over (laughs) i can break you over my legs or like like, or like go eat
0: something and i'm just like do you uh, notice you're the only one laughing here like (laughs) that that stuff hurts yeah that stuff
1: hurts so as as somebody who's overweight that will get the joke but they don't even joke about that but they think it's okay for a skinnier person because it's they're skinny. Right. It's cool. It's okay, right? Yeah. It's not okay because I still remember all those, you know, comments and stuff like that. So it's it's different but the same. Mm-hmm. So for me As I started to get stronger, so I, okay, I, I did one, no, two bodybuilding shows Okay, where it's like uh, someone, I I was just training and then somebody came up to me and said, oh, are you training for a show? And I'm like, what is that? I didn't know what bodybuilding was. In Egypt, we don't, we didn't have that back then. And I Googled it. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) Right. And I see these women and I'm like, wow. Okay. And the bikini, Uh, category it was like softer it was it wasn't crazy like muscle right right so I'm like let me see let me ask my coach right got a coach and I'm like okay I'm gonna do this it was the first time I had to watch what I ate Mm -hmm. because being an ectomorph you kind of eat pretty much anything you want right your metabolism is pretty fast yeah I was put on a diet type thing Mm -hmm. it was not good it's mm-hmm. yes i was training i got some muscles but i was also tightening up and yeah. i got even like skinnier i felt mm. hated it hated it hated it, but went through it did the show um then i'm like no, bodybuilding's not for me um then that's when i get in, got into strength training really? like i'm just gonna strength train just eat strength train and i realized the more i ate the stronger i was mm-hmm. and i was like oh, yeah so I was like eating, yeah, meal prepping, eating healthy, but portions started to grow, yeah. right? Um so I started strength training and my body started to change and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. This is the first time like I was able to wear my school's my outfits from high school after having my kids. Yeah. My my Weight never changed. It's just body composition changed. But all of a sudden I started lifting weights Mm -hmm. and suddenly like here, my shirts were getting tighter. I'm like, oh shit, you know, I started to get biceps and stuff and I'm like, okay, I'm liking this Yeah. and I'm getting stronger in what I'm doing. And then at that point, I think I completely let go of what I look like, Hmm. what I fit into or how it looks. And I started looking at the weights. I'm like, okay, you're next. Kettlebells, right? Yeah. You're next. Okay, 28 kilo, you're next. Double them up. You know what I mean? And It morphed into something more. And then I didn't give a shit anymore about how I looked and... Yeah, clothes started to fit different, you know, mm-hmm. and even my mom's like, You hey, should clean out your closet, nothing fits you anymore. You know, you're all muscular. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. <Whatever. laughs> it was like you're all about the our- peanut gallery. You know, was like, oh my god. <laughs> so um, it just my focus changed. My priorities changed. Yeah. I didn't care anymore. You know, and it just everything I don't know. It it was just a different feeling and it was such a huge relief not to care. any, like, to be honest, yeah. and it's like, I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't feel like I had to impress anybody anymore. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, I reached a stage where it's like, as a mom, what is a mom supposed to look like? What is she supposed to be doing? How is she supposed to portray herself? The only thing I made sure to do, especially with my daughter um, is I was in constant contact with her in terms of what I posted on Instagram. Yeah. I said, look, I'm doing this, and I would take her to photo shoots with me uh, because I am, while I strength train and I'm huge into strength, yes, I'm also very feminine, like personally, and I love the lingerie and, I don't, you know, dressing, okay, I don't dress up so much because I don't, I don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? But in terms of expression of femininity, I'm huge on that. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure that my daughter was okay with anything that I was posting. I'm like, okay, if I write a caption, what do you think I'm trying to say here? You know what I mean? It's I'm not there for, hey, look at me. Now DM me. I don't care about that shit. I don't trust anybody. I don't talk to strangers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not. My, that's not your intent. That's not my intent. Yeah. My intent is, as as I saw my body morph a certain way, I also wanted to make sure that people knew I was still in touch with who I am and how I feel about my body. That it's not like I'm like a tomboy now, you know, and then that, yeah. that's all I am. No, I'm still feminine. I'm still into the lingerie and I'm still into that aspect of myself,
0: but strength-based. Yeah. And I'm doing it for me, not for you. I think that you is know? such a powerful thing. And especially, I'm sure, having a daughter, it... Becomes more important for you to portray a strong woman, whatever you define that as. So if that means, and from what I've seen, and correct me if I'm wrong, a strong woman for you, it seems is like being comfortable in your own skin. 100%. Whatever that means to you, Mm -hmm. as long as you're not hurting yourself, as long Mm -hmm. as you're not hurting anybody else. That's right. um, However that might look, Mm -hmm. uh, being comfortable with who you are is like of the utmost importance. Definitely. And you know, she's in high school and I know people are going to see my page and people
1: in the she's like, oh yeah, they found your page and oh my God, you scare them. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. That's, I, I don't care if I scare them or it's like they see, a, you know, a strong woman do stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I'll worry about, okay, some of my photo shoots, you know, is she okay? Is she comfortable that people see me like that? Yeah. I'm fine. I don't care. Right. But because they're going through, you know, growing up and images and stuff like that. And, but she's the one who's like, yeah, post it. That's so awesome. I always had her blessing and I always made sure that she was okay with any of the images.
0: Yeah. Um, that was important to me. And that's it. I think she's going to be, if she's not already, i <laughs> um, really grateful for the fact that you're just setting her up for success and knowing that like to be a woman is whatever, again, as long as you're not hurting anyone mm-hmm. or hurting yourself, that's right. Can mean whatever you want it to mean. It can mean, you know, picking up a really heavy weight it mm-hmm. can mean being in sexy lingerie mm-hmm. it can mean whatever and nothing and no one else is you know creating the definition of what of who you are yeah as a woman definitely definitely and and I guess it hit me once
1: when my mom was like oh you're not like the other moms. so you, you know you should be more like the other moms that kind of get together and like you know and talk about their kids and I'm like what where's your book club Sylvia what? like where's meet your at book Tim club Williams and talk about what now like what no I'm sorry No, I got training to do you know and I think I had that conversation with my daughter once so I'm like I'm sorry I'm not one of those moms because I don't I don't get together with them like I, I know a lot of them are close but yeah And here's another thing where I guess it's it's not so much of a sacrifice but I don't socialize that much mm-hmm. outside of what I do. I have my routine, but it's a choice that I have made yeah. to, to be able to do what I do right? and to be able to dedicate that much hour to training, you know, or whatever I need to do. That's, that's a path I had to take. Yeah. You know what I mean? So
0: girls time or whatever, I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah. And, so. and you know what? That is, you know, how you have found, you know, who you are and, exactly. and what exactly. makes you feel good. And like TV shows, we're talking about TV shows. Yeah. I don't watch TV during the yeah. week.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't have time. Like yeah. After working, training, coming home, the kids, and then I try to sleep at nine 30, 10. Yeah. That's it. My day's done. Weekends is a different story. Weekends is my harmony. That's where I eat, where I watch movies, where I do stuff. But during the week, it's my, this is it. You yeah. work, train, Whatever else is left over and sleep, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So.
0: And yeah, like I said, that is what defines you as Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being able to share that with whoever decides to follow you, share yeah. that with your family. Um, as long as it's bringing you happiness and you're being authentic, uh, that's, I feel... As I get older, um, because I feel like I'm still at that stage, I feel like everyone, to some degree, still, you know, thinks about you know, how is that person going to think or how, mm-hmm. how are they going to feel about me after that? Mm-hmm. But as I sort of speak to others, uh, and really gain the, ex- the life experience, you know, myself, I'm starting to care, you know, less, less and less. less. And, yes. and you know, what's happened is that like, I'm really finding myself exactly, and giving myself space to just be like, i'm gonna say yes like i don't care it's probably something maybe like five years ago i would have said keep that keep that far away from me Mm -hmm. keep that way because it it would be way outside of my comfort zone yeah uh but before we end off this is a great segue um because this is you know based on getting outside of comfort zones Mm -hmm. um and so you know i'm wondering how did the brands coming to you. So you've got a partnership with Converse, correct? No, I don't. I don't. Just, they, no, 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 I don't. I just have people like always reposting and there's this
1: one brand. I don't know what his relationship with Converse is. Okay. But, but uh Chuck Taylor Tuesdays is what yes. he So he's always like reposting and stuff like that. And because Converse is my it's your jam it's my jam it's yeah. what i train in okay yeah. this is it's my training,
0: training shoe uh well i had to wrap you know yeah. um <laughs> they should so, sponsor you <laughs> <the> <laughs> <heck>? <laughs> i
1: know so it's like honestly i guess i get approached because of my platform right so people are like okay but i'll only do it if i believe in a product i'm not i'm not looking to, like if i can help especially i will definitely help more i guess local businesses mm-hmm. You know anything I can help with the community or whatnot? I'm more than happy if it's if it's a product I believe in 100. percent But you know I always get these random like oh you know do this or do that and do that and I'm like mm, no I don't know what it is you know mushroom yeah. this and weed this and I'm like
0: yeah no it doesn't align with it, just, it doesn't with fit are.
1: into my program right now or right. I don't I'm not into it then I will turn it down. So whatever you see like on my page is not because I just took it. It's like no I I carefully think about what they're representing, where they're coming from. And, you know, I have a lot of great Canadian companies on, on my, um, uh, LinkedIn profile that, you know, um, that sponsor me. So that I'm totally for, and I love that. I love to help whoever I can, but, uh, again, everything just kind of happened. It was not, nothing was planned. This I didn't have a a business plan down or this is the direction I want to go. I just do what I love to do. Whatever comes, like the photo shoots or, you know, anything extra is for me is just, hey, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, the more I can spread this whole kettlebell thing, <laughs> the better. <laughs> just because, honestly, there's nothing I love more than seeing women on the pull-up bar mm-hmm. because... It's so freaking rare. Um, and now there's a lot more women with the kettlebells, which is awesome. And it's just amazing to see that energy build up. And don't get me wrong. Like I get my energy from the guys. Yeah. That's how I got into strength training. I was looking at how guys train, Mm -hmm. not how the women trained, how the guys trained, because it's that raw, you know, like. Especially the the smaller gyms, not so much the box office gyms the the smaller athlete based gyms yeah they had that that drive the that grit. passion the grit and they didn't give a fuck yeah. they didn't care about how their hair looked or dressing up a certain way to, to go to go to the gym they were just like shorts duck, chalk getting into it yeah you know and and that's what I liked I like that don't care attitude and this is why people sometimes will see my videos my god pull- ups in a dress what the yeah. So what?
0: I just like, came like from a desk. Up, <laughs> I'm not like
1: upside down or anything. I'm like, I'm not showing anything. I'm just like <laughs> pull-up. So I'm going to stop and what, change? So I can do like a set of pull-ups and change back. No, yeah. The whole mentality about what you need to do, what you need to look like, how you need to be to train, this takes away the whole fun aspect of just getting it done and just being in the
0: moment of yeah. uh, just just getting that pump. You know, it's just, I don't know.
1: That's just
0: me. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) that's just me. And yeah, before before we wrap things up and get things into like the lightning round, which I like to do. Um I just wanna say that it is and I'm sure it is so refreshing for a lot of people to see that it it was just you being you and all of these like doors and windows opened up. And I think as you said before, for small business owners, um, or business owners in general, you feel that added pressure because sometimes this is just your livelihood. Um, and it's just like, okay, like I've got to, I've got to meet this number. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got to put food on the table and I, and just like you, I totally understand that. Um, having again, that sort of intermingling of putting out what is like authentically your life mm-hmm. will be that much more relatable to people. And that's where you see just like yourself, things just start to happen and you're just like, I'm just, I'm just being me. Yeah. And, and
1: you know, I had someone else ask me like, what, what is your brand name? Like, wh- what are you going to make it? Yeah. I'm like, no, Sylvia Takada. This, <laughs> this, this is it. Hi. This is I <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just, this is who I am. This is what yeah. I do. I'm not, I'm not a business. I'm not a. b bi- I'm a person. Yeah. I'm a person doing her thing. That's all it is. Yeah. I'm a person showing up and just doing her thing. That's all it is. Yeah. Basic. <laughs> Basic, simple. And I love it. And I love it. It just This is this this is what keeps me fulfilled. Yeah. Because I found my harmony and what works for me.
0: I found a tool that works for me. So this is it. Yeah and like you just said like you are you and you love it and i love it and that's that's it full stop Like
1: i'm okay if somebody else doesn't love it because i don't care yeah they're
0: not in my life
1: i don't need that you know so i you know i got my my kids i got my family i got my partner it's like i got my job yeah and i get to do what i love
0: so yeah so yeah so yeah so yeah. right into uh our lightning round series of questions so this is where we get to get to know you a little bit more and like the nuances of sylvia and like some things that maybe your following doesn't know about you oh it's a lot lot. (laughs) without getting (laughs) yeah without getting like too too personal um so growing up as a kid Mm mm-hmm what did you what did you want to be oh man i love this because i
1: stumped people what did i want to be (laughs) i don't know i never had that huge pressure from my family in that part Ah. in that regard i'm an only child i don't have any siblings yeah um my family was always very supportive of my choices. Like even in, in university or, or high school, when we started talking about careers and stuff, they were never like, oh, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be this. They did suggest I'd be a lawyer because yeah. I was always arguing with them and debating. Yes. And, I got the same thing. You know? <laughs> like, sometimes I can bullshit my wife. Yeah. You know, so Such think. is life. You know, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But yeah. um, I never had a... And this is why I think I struggled a lot before reaching to this point where I feel fulfilled. Yeah, I, I didn't have a calling to me Mm. and I was frustrated. I didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. Um, When I moved to Canada, uh, coming from Egypt, I left all my high school friends, all, you know, my peeps came here, didn't know anybody. I didn't belong anywhere. And I was suffering hard. I remember going to York University. I joined (gasps) the Italian group, the (laughs) Japanese group, and the Egyptian group. They had different groups there just to see where I belonged. Mm -hmm. Didn't belong in any of them, Mm. and I was a mix of all three. And I'm like, I don't feel like I belong. And so I was like, fuck, man!" Yeah, it was horrible. So it's like I never knew what I wanted. Yeah, and it's. It's okay. And that's why I don't pressure my kids either. If they don't have an idea, I think it will come to them. They just need to experience as much as they can, have the opportunity to do things, to experience things, and something eventually will click. Yeah. You can't force this stuff. Give it time. You know, you you, I never force my kids into anything. Like you must do this, you must do that. And then they turn out pretty okay. They're pretty (laughs) chill, you know? (laughs) Haven't had any issues, knock on wood. Good. Um, but in terms of that kind of what i wanted to be i never really had i just went with a flow to be nice. honest
0: yeah. love it yeah okay um last question okay uh so it's a saturday night and okay. you're a little bit more flexible with what you're eating okay um there's a plate in front of you mm-hmm. what's on it
1: i eat everything <laughs> <laughs> and on weekends that means Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I eat everything. Yeah. And by everything, I mean everything. Mm -hmm. I knock on wood, have no allergies or anything. I love food.
0: I'm a huge food person. Yeah. And Um, even with like what I've seen your meal your what your meal preps are like yes. there it's very well-rounded um
1: i mean yeah it's it's i have my chicken i have my ground beef and i have you know my veggies and my carbs yeah but this is during the week yeah well, i don't post a lot of what i eat on the weekend <laughs> i love nutella Ooh. but i love it
0: like by the jar like my mom goes to costco and she oh, go, like lucky. the jars i'm allergic to hazelnut <gasps> but peanut butter peanut butter i can have and so peanut oh. butter i could literally like Give me a spoon. Well, this is what I do with Nutella.
1: Yeah, So all over my room. There's like spoons. Yeah, I'm kind of like, because I, I don't double dip, right? I'll take yeah. a fried spoon. So there's like spoons all over the place. Oh my god! But yeah. So I mean, I don't have a favorite food. Yeah. I, burgers, pizza. Like honestly, I am so flex. I love food.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god. We are definitely kindred spirits because yeah. I love food as well. And
1: any ethnicity type food, like anything. Yes. I love it.
0: I love it amazing
1: like I'm not a huge spicy person I'll eat it yeah bitch about it my my nose my nose is running but uh, I'll still eat it I love it yeah but uh yeah so what would be on that plate whatever you give me (laughs) I'm just one of those honestly it's like whatever you put in front of me I will eat it fantastic yeah
0: yeah flexible thank you so much thank you for having me this yeah, so exciting! Absolutely, this was such a blast getting to know you.
1: This was is so different for me. I was telling you when I walked in, I was like, you know, I, I don't know. Normally, it's just a video of me with my face, yes. <laughs> and I'm just doing my bells. And there's, there's music. Stick. And there's music. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this this I don't do it often. I don't really talk on camera. Yeah. It's just I don't. It's just not my
0: thing. Well, you sh- no, you should. You you did a great <laughs> job of this? like telling your story, and I felt like I really well, got you're to asking know you. No questions, but yeah. if I'm like have the phone, I was like okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was like what am I talking about? But yes, yeah, so no, it's was uh, really appreciate appreciate you having me over. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, guys, for tuning in, and uh, I will see you on the next one.